Hello and welcome to episode number four of the Esports Review Podcast. The show where two, sometimes three, talking heads gather around this here digital table to talk about a topic related to esports. Uh, today you've got myself, Patrick Ryan, your host, hostest with the mostest, and Ben the Beard Sizemore. How are you, Ben? I'm fantastic. That's that's good to hear. You uh, you look like like well rested today. You've had a, seems like you've had a good week. Yeah, it's been pretty pretty solid week. Did the gym Thanks. thing. Did the gym thing. Ooh. Got some rest. So we're we're doing good. Your, your body is looking good, Ben. Thank you. Working I'm hard. On, I'm on team size more. Working hard. <laughs> uh, remember, if you like this, uh, check us out on esportsmaybe.com. We've got a Twitter at esportsmaybe. Most importantly, go to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/esportsmaybevids. We're still trying to secure that esports maybe uh, in in the URL. We're coming for YouTube it. for whatever reason is. Uh, a little stingy with the, the, the domain names, URLs, whatever they want to call it. Anyway, this, the topic for this week, uh, we've got brain games. Uh, we're going to be talking about the, the art of mental gymnastics in esports and on-stage performance anxiety. We're going to dig into the mental struggles and challenges that different players seem to face uh, when uh, pursuing this, this career in esports. Ben and I are going to talk about our own experiences related to anxiety, um, discussing some, some anecdotes, some, some different strategies that we use uh, to mm -hmm. deal with, with stress, anxiety, performance-related uh, issues, all, all kind of on-stage stuff. I don't think either of us have performance-related issues when it comes to, you know, being, being good men here nah. in this, this here uh, universe. But Mama didn't raise uh, those <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Ben and I are both not experts. When it comes to this, uh, it's important yeah. that we disclose that that we're not, uh, we have not gone to schooling, we are not trained professionals. Um, our opinions are our opinions, yeah. and that is it. You're here to listen to us talk, um, and discuss, give some definitions. Um, we are not professing our medical opinion here. Um, if you do need help and you feel that um, some of these things speak to issues that you're experiencing, please um, seek seek the, the help of a specialist. Um, there's plenty of people that you can call, and there's plenty of resources available to um, individuals that experience these types of issues. Any any other words of um, disclosure, Ben? Uh, no, you pretty much covered it. But we really want to reiterate <laughs> that we are not professionals when it comes to this stuff. My my degree is in computers, not humans. So, uh, but yeah, I, I feel like we 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 can kind of talk about this because I know we both have uh, struggled with uh, some anxiety type things throughout our lives so uh yeah it's gonna be gonna be a deep show we're gonna do this yeah we're gonna dig in um reveal uh at least I, i'm i'm personally happy to, to discuss you know some yeah. of my own um issues and and specifically tactics that i use to deal with those issues yeah. um but you know uh just important that i think we disclose that if you have you yourself have any tips uh tricks insights thoughts comments concerns et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Please let us know in the comments. Um, please let us know in chat. Um, I don't know. I mean, we don't know everything, right? Like, we're just two stupid fucking guys um, that, that are trying to kind of navigate our way through this space. We're just two men. Just two men. Just talking on the internet. That's all we are. <laughs> two, and a, two and a half men. <laughs> That's all we are. My other half man down here. Um, so uh, anxiety and depression in competitive play. Uh, well, what is stage fright? I think that's probably a good place to start, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. From WebMD, the, the official resource of the internet, <laughs> uh, 
I guess there's probably a better place to get a definition from. Um, but either way, the general consensus is that uh, performance anxiety is, is very similar to stage fright or is stage fright, uh, and it can prevent you from doing what you enjoy and can affect your career. Worst of all, performance anxiety can negatively affect your self-esteem and self-confidence. Although it may be impossible to, to totally overcome performance anxiety, um, there are many different things you can do to control your emotions and reduce anxiety. So um, being the center of attention, having all eyes on you is uh, kind of the, the biggest issue. Uh, a lot of people in the United States, it's the, it's the most common phobia um, that your body seems to react to uh, as, as a human, right? Getting on stage, performing for people, um, it's easy for your body to uh, assume it's being attacked. It kind of kicks into this, this fight or flight mechanism. Mm -hmm. um, and really, your body believes that it's in real danger when uh, you're on stage or, or performing. Um, it's, it, this can kind of you know, show itself in a number of ways from the tightening of your throat, uh, issues breathing, sweating, uh, clammy pal palms are sweaty, mom's spaghetti all over <laughs> yourself. Uh, <laughs> Eminem's going to sue somebody. <clears throat> He's going to come after my sweet lyrics. Um, so Ben, like, when, you know, if you don't mind me asking, when's, when's a typical situation when you experience performance anxiety or stage fright? Uh, every single time that I have ever recorded a video for eSports maybe vids on YouTube. There you com. go. <clears throat> uh, every single time. Uh, like, I, I, I plan on doing, I'm going to try to do two videos today, and I'm literally, like, nauseous about it already, just, like, thinking about it. And, like, I mean, I know it's not a live situation, but... Mm. Um, as I have expressed to to Patrick and Mark uh, multiple times, I hate the sound of my own voice uh, just because of – I'm from West Virginia. We have a kind of southern twang. I know that some people say that I don't really have it, but I'm, I'm really paranoid about it because I used to have one, uh, and sometimes it comes out without me knowing it. And having that recorded and, like, being able to listen back to that, like, if I, if I watch these videos and stuff like that, like – I'm really, really self-conscious about it, and uh, like just like knowing that that's going to be out there really, really like just freaks me out a little bit. And uh, I know why does it freak you out? Is it, you know, do you feel like eating away at you? Like what's well, the what's the feeling? I don't like just oh man. But, okay, example last last video that I did uh, last week, I did the uh, the video about TSM joining the COD World League, uh, and I believe I texted you about it too. Like I did twelve takes going into it in a one and a half minute video or like one minute 50 second video uh because i couldn't say call of duty after about 30 seconds like I, I just couldn't do it and when i when i did do it like i could hear myself like having that little bit of a twang because i was getting nervous and mm -hmm. like i don't know it just kind of like it does kind of eat away at you you know and then like you you, you don't start like focusing and then you lose your focus and then you like start doing something else and you have to like bring yourself back into it and um uh, yeah no I, it's it's something that you know I, I don't know i'm an anxious person anyway like when it just comes to like everyday life like I, i'm not a big fan of like huge crowds um mm -hmm. uh, actually one of the most terrified terrifying experiences that i've had recently <laughs> and as sad as it is uh my roommate and i actually went to uh pittsburgh uh, which is about 45 minutes from where I currently live. And uh, we drove up there on the opening night of the new Star Wars movies, or movie, uh, to watch it in IMAX. And, like, it's this huge, huge IMAX theater. And, like, it was completely sold out, and, like, just huge crowds everywhere. And, like, everybody knows about, like, these, like, you know, 
I don't know, these movie theater shootings and things like that. And you don't think that it can happen to you, but, like, they were checking bags at the doors. Like, they had, like, advertisements all around the theater. Like, if you see something, say something, you know, stuff like that. And you're just like, why Why are they, like, you know, doing this? And, like, it just really makes you anxious, and I'm anxious anyway. So, like, uh, yeah, it just kind of freaks you out a little bit. Was that bit. the first time you feel like you've been terrorized, like, in, in your daily uh, life, like, where you're – you know, you're worried about like that's that's actually like, that's what terrorism worried, is. Yeah, that, like is. worried about like, like my well being before you go into the movie. That's what's going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean it, it's it's super. You know, uh, probably not. I mean, I can't think of any like specific examples right off the top of my head besides that one. But I mean, I, I'm sure I'm like like I said, I'm an anxious person. I'm a worrier. Unless I'm unless I'm drunk. How do you deal with it? So how do you like drinking? But I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's that's a horrible, horrible <laughs> don't, way to don't cope. Don't decide to do, do that. that. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't do that. But like, I mean, yeah, like like I said, I hate crowds, but like I love going to concerts and things like that because mm-hmm. I, I really love music. Like I, I've always been involved in, with music since I was like a small child, and um, I love going to you know watch these live shows and things like that. But obviously, there are huge, huge crowds. And, um, I mean, yeah, as bad as it is, alcohol is a way to kind of, like, calm you down a little bit. And, um, I mean, that that's one way of doing it. I mean, like, it's not like I sit at home, like, So if you're not going to jump into out. drinking, right? Like, you're not going to jump into drinking. Uh, say you're young. Say you're say, say, okay. 15, right? Um, and well, you've got, we, you've got, got issues some, some really good resources crowds. on our site with the, uh, the overview that we did. And the one thing that I do um, is the, the focus on breathing. Like mm-hmm. if you focus on breathing, it kind of so like, like take it, deep breaths. Yeah, because like, like I said, I'm not a professional. I can only speak for myself. But like the way that I get when I'm super anxious, I get outside of myself. Like I, I'm just like not <laughs> acting like myself. And to be able to focus on your breathing, and uh, you know, like really just like kind of calm down a little bit, it, it just kind of like centers you. It brings you back to being you. And um, I mean that that's what really helps me the most. Well, that's, um, I mean, I, I was just going to whip out an article from Andrew Weil, who's kind of one of my favorite um, in, in, insight leaders when it comes to, to health and holistic health specifically. He talks a lot about uh, eating non-inflammatory foods and mm-hmm. has a lot of you know insight yeah. related to, to health, but has an entire article about the art and science of breathing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, there is a, a lot of science to back up how beneficial it is to breathe deeply into your stomach take a full breath, allow all of your red blood cells to suck that oxygen in. Most humans don't actually breathe all of their air out as well. So focusing on (gasps) getting everything out uh, and and trying to get all that new oxygen in Mm -hmm. um, are kind of marker. Our other counterpart of this whole project has been uh, a big help in instructing me, uh, you know, to to breathe and stay calm. And, you know, he's kind of has this whole background in performance. Yeah. Um, so he, he's, he's been able to, to guide, I think, both of us in creating these videos mm-hmm. and Absolutely. giving us tools to use, um, which, is, which has been very helpful. But, I mean, if you look at the whole esports scene, right, we're, we're here to talk about esports. And I'll, I'll delve into my own thing um, slightly. But really, the, I think you know, what, what prompted this, just for those, of, for those of you out there that are sitting there going, well, why are they talking about this stuff? Um, Romelia has stepped down from Renegades, claiming that she has performance anxiety on stage and it's for affecting her life negatively. Um, you've had streamers like Gosu uh, openly uh, discuss wanting to commit suicide and then making a video about that. Uh, you've had Quas step down from Team Liquid 
Um, recently, I Will Dominate made a video about panic disorder in LCS and how he's experienced panic disorder for the past almost year. Um, you've got uh, Fion on fire, who, the esports writer who now works for, um, for ESPN, uh, writing about his, his experience with depression. And, and I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. But these players, and most people, in my personal experience, that are attracted to esports tend to have uh, something different about their brains, and they tend to be um, a little bit different than somebody who maybe is interested in basketball or track or swimming or whatever it is. Yeah. And I believe at, at, at its core that the act of playing a video game and wanting to sit in front of a computer for 12 hours is not normal. And there is an amount of mental disconnection that it takes in order to do that. Mm-hmm. So when having this experience, just like if you're playing basketball for 12 hours a day, that's not normal. Like a person, most people don't want to do that. So if you're one of the people that just want to win and you're willing to throw the rest of your life away to do that, be aware of your health. Be aware of things like eating well and sleeping well and going to the gym, getting some exercise, breathing normally. Um, These things can, these rituals, these habits can guide uh, the champion's mindset. It can allow for anyone to do anything, right? Like that's like, if you're, if you're like a little kid in the United States and you know, your parents say to you, Hey, you can do anything you set your mind to. Like that wasn't an uncommon thing to hear as a child. Um, and, and like God, God bless our parents and every, like everyone who's been able to put this country together so that we can have that freedom or that, or that certain people can have that freedom. Not everybody. My mom still Um, tells me that bless her heart. (laughs) (laughs) You can do anything you set your mind to. Like I'll be 27 uh, can, and right? like can, this, this week, as long as you're willing to, <laughs> you can you can, do you can work at Disney World and be one of the guys that, yeah. that entertains the children. Man, you can do it. Yeah, you can I do can anything, do anything I want to. If I want to be an astronaut, <laughs> I can still be an astronaut. Damn straight. Yeah, I have a friend at NASA. He can hook you up with the. Yeah, we have a NASA. Here. We have a NASA office like right outside of town. So we're we're Na- good. Nas- yeah. Nastronaut. Yeah, astronaut. <laughs> um. A lot of examples in esports of different people stepping down, uh, of having to discontinue their careers early, um, not necessarily receiving the the benefits from playing video games or esports anymore. You know, when it becomes a job, it's very easy to not have a good time in in many situations. So there's, I mean, there's just ample examples, and there's a guy named Weldon Green who's kind of popped up, and he's now helping TSM with with their champion mindset uh, Doublelift recently tweeted about him um, so it seems like he's there working with TSM in the, at the moment um, but we you know in our article on, on esportsmaybe.com we break out break down kind of all the different resources um, and we want you to go there and, and add your comments and concerns and and tips and all that especially if you're listening to this point well shit you know you've uh, you've, you've got the right to add something to to the article yeah. um, listener Sweet, sweet listener, uh, and the, the the champion's mindset is is something that Weldon Green talks about related to esports. But in general, uh, thinking this way can allow for the achievement of just about any goal. Um, and, and really, what the kind of the the big component is intrinsic motivation and being able to be motivated to do something because you have clearly defined goals and you can follow through with it and constantly pursue it on a daily basis. So it's, it's really through repetition and constant practice of, of wanting to achieve your goals that you can achieve them. Um, and I mean, read, read the article in depth to kind of gain a little bit more insight, but, um, Ben, you are somebody that I look at that, you know, you, you say you have this anxiety, you say you have these, these kind of, you know, these mental hurdles you have to jump over, but, 
I mean, on the whole, you are a happy person. You seem to be um, content with your life. You seem to be that you're, you're in a good mental space. You know what? At the moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, like as you grew up, you know, yeah. like as a young man, um, and there's like, I'm sure there's a lot of young people out there that have trouble kind of yeah. wrapping their heads around how to control this. Um, and I don't, again, I don't think we can suggest how to control it, but no. do, you, do you have anecdotes or, or insights for the young people where they could go, man, that one story that Ben told really gave me some insight and made me feel better. You know, like, it's kind of weird, honestly, because, um, when I was growing up, I never really like, ex like exhibited the traits of, um, like anxiety, I guess I would say. Uh, I never really noticed it and it didn't really start hitting until I came away to college and really like got out on my own. Um. But, I, I mean, it, it was weird because, like, when I was in high school, like, I, I did theater, you know, I did sports and everything like that. So I was, like, constantly, like, doing some kind of performance. Uh, and, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you would get butterflies and things like that, but nothing to the point to where it was, like, crippling, you know, or, like, to where, like, you were, like, just, like, freaking out. And I don't know. I've always been kind of anxious, but never, like, really that bad. And, like, as bad as it sounds, like, I, I'm – super self-conscious about like just my image my voice like ev everything really i'm i'm really self-conscious and it really kind of makes me anxious in that um to where like i just kind of i don't know it's almost like a tick um mm -hmm. but i never really used to be that way because i was kind of in shape like when i came out of high school and everything and then freshman year of college you know most people put on the freshman 15 is what they say well i put on about 30 and then uh you know it just kind of like spiraled out of control to where I am now, and, uh, I, like, the one thing, that, like, we were talking about doing exercise and things like that, um, since I have been in the gym for about three weeks now, I've started feeling better about me, and, like, I, I know that it has something to do with, uh, you know, like, being healthier and, like, looking better because, you know, I, I am, like, taking steps to improve myself physically, but also, like, just the act of getting out and like exercising and the endorphins that rush through you while you're, while you're exercising, like those last, those don't just last while you're exercising. Like that lasts like for hours, hours mm -hmm. after, you know, I mean like, it's just like this beautiful, beautiful rush of endorphins and fantastic feelings. Like, I mean, it may suck while you're there. It may suck while you're lifting and sweating your balls off, but I mean, after you're done, you just feel really good, and I mean that—that's that, one way that another way that I have been kind of, uh, like coping with this anxiousness. But I mean, it's I so do know. simple things, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it, it, it's it seems super like you're... simple. It, it's nothing like it's, at least for me. I mean, it's nothing that like rocket science on what what you need to do to or what I need what I do to like combat right. what is going on now. Given when I do these videos here in a little bit, I'm going to freak out and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, feeling too fantastic about it, but I'm going to try to, mm -hmm. you know, put that out of, put that out. And I think that's the biggest thing. You can't dwell on it, at least, you know, for me. And if you're going to dwell, right. Well, I mean, we're talking about it now, right? Like I imagine talking about it helps, Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, letting, letting, getting your fear out there and, and letting people know what you're going through and being like, listen, this is the problem that I'm experiencing. Yeah. And, and just seeing what they're taking, even, even if, if somebody's advice doesn't help you, getting your friend's advice and feedback just as a response and their attempt to connect with yeah. you is such, a, is such an important thing, in my opinion. Absolutely. And um, like, so, one I of mean, 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, an- another one of the, the biggest thing, like you said, just like talking about it. Um, like I lived by myself for three years, I think, while I was working and in school, like my last year of school and everything. And then just recently, uh, one of my best friends from home moved up here and actually moved in with me. And like, you know, I've not always been in the best place the past couple of years mentally, especially mentally. Um, but just having someone around uh, is just super nice. Being able to talk and stuff like that is just really good. And I mean, I know what you're thinking. Two guys opening up about their feelings. Well, you, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm open about my feelings. It's good. Everyone needs to be open. Well, he's about your friend, feelings. and he, yeah. you're taking care of each other, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's and so like the the simplicity of all of this is like we're making this seem really easy, and I know it's not. Like no, I know it's, it's not. If it's you're depressed, if you're feeling shitty, doing doing. So a tip I got from my psychiatrist that I'll share with all of you that'll save you the hundreds of dollars that I had to spend or just for one fucking session. <laughs> <laughs> Mental health is too expensive. Um, yeah. So he said. Uh, if you're depressed and you recognize that you're depressed, in the moment you recognize you're depressed, identify the thing that you want to do the least and do it. Just do that. Yeah. So like if you really don't want to go out and be around people and you really don't want to go to the gym because that's like the last thing that you want to do, then you do, do that. It. That's yeah. the thing you do when you recognize you're depressed. So the moment yeah. you recognize and you say, man, I'm feeling shitty. Well, what do you want to do the least right now? Then do that thing. Yeah. Um, and, and nine times out of ten, I mean, like, chances are you may also have a thought. It's like, well, I don't want to kill everyone today. And then, like, it's like, well, yeah, you know, don't, then you're don't like, that. I need to do that. But, like, yeah. don't, please don't take my advice the wrong fucking way. What I'm saying is, use common sense. Recognize, <laughs> recognize your own depression and do the thing in that moment that is, that is the most challenging to you. And I guarantee that doing the hardest thing in that moment will only make everything else easier. It's like yeah. a, it's like a waterfall. Everything gets simpler from there. Um, there's a quote by Bruce Lee uh, that I love. Like just love, love, love. Um, a punch is just a punch, and a kick is just a kick, right? Um, and so what he means by that, the whole quote is, before I started training for martial arts, a punch was always just a punch, and a kick was always just a kick. And when I began training in martial arts, a punch became more than a punch, and a kick became more than a kick. And after I had finished training in martial arts and, un- and understood everything that I needed to understand. A punch was again just a punch and a kick was again just a kick. And so, you know, say relating to YouTube videos, a video is just a video. And then as you learn how to make a video and you learn the complexities of making a video, a video becomes more than a video. But then once you know enough and you get far enough along and you've done enough with that thing, a video is just a video again. And so I believe that with any of these types of things, breathing, going to the gym, these simple concepts, they are not easy. But they are not easy because you're stuck in that middle section. You're stuck in the, it's more than a breath. It's more than going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and remind yourself on a regular basis, I'm talking to myself probably here, that you know, making a video, going to the gym, um, cleaning up, like do, taking care of yourself, right? Going, like brush your fucking teeth every morning, whatever it is. Like that, that's, it becomes more than that in that moment if you let it. Um, and it's, it's very, very easy to get caught up in just how important that thing is to you in that moment. Um, but I believe that there is a lot of opportunity in recognizing that a punch is just a punch um, and apply that to your own life. You know, what are, what are you doing today or, or over this week that um, where, where you can recognize that the th- this thing is just this thing. You know, it's, a walk is just a walk. A hike is just a hike. A, um, I don't know. Telling, telling someone that I, my undying affection for them is just me telling them that I love them and that I want to be with them forever, right? Like if you have a crush, go tell that girl that you have a crush. It's just, you just have a crush. That's it. It's yeah. nothing more or less. Um, I mean, so hey, it's very easy Internet to Explorer get wrapped up. Internet Explorer can ask you, you know, to be your default browser. You can ask that chick out. It's easy. 
<laughs> it's easy. <laughs> if it can keep doing it, it's got to yeah. be persistent, you know? Absolutely. Um, and so in my own life, uh, to deal with these types of issues, you know, I've talked about my psychiatrist and what he's kind of given to me. Um, every morning when I wake up, every single morning, um, I experience a panic attack. And um, it is pretty debilitating, and it lasts for anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes. Um, and it's, it's, it's just something that, I, that happens to me now. Um, and I work very, very hard to try to wrap my head around ways to deal with it. And the way that I've found to be most effective thus far uh, is when I wake up, and so this is kind of unique to me in that you know I'm laying in a bed and having a panic attack when I'm laying down in a horizontal position. But when I'm laying there, um, I gather all my energy together and I create a mental construct that the energy is spinning around me to the right. Um, and it's, it's all just kind of flowing around me in a big circle. Um, and I, as, as I'm focusing that and feeling the energy move around me in this kind of like, uh, uh, I guess I'll give it like a Dragon Ball Z-esque motion, you know, like the <laughs> kind of like when, like, like Goku, like, uh, goes into Super Saiyan 3, I think it is or whatever. Mm. Um, th that, that allows me to focus all of my energy and kind of redirect. Um, so it's just simple breathing and, and just a, a visual, a simple visualization, yeah. um, is, is really all it is. Um, and, and that, believe it or not, has allowed me to calm down um, and, and operate at, a, I'd say, a semi-effective level. Um, before uh, I ever gained um, knowledge of what a panic attack was or the, what was happening to me, um, I was unable to even operate throughout a day where I would just be totally debilitated because it would exhaust me to the point where I'd wake up and I'd be exhausted because I'd be having a panic attack. Um, and after years and years of struggling and dealing with this uh, and trying to figure out ways to, to, to resolve it, um, I'm much, I feel much closer now than I've been in many years. Um, and, and I believe that it's just repetition. It's, it's just time. It takes time. So, um, you know, to anybody out there that's experiencing this level of, of fright or fear, um, if Romelia is listening to this and she's like, well, fucking like everyone just like gives me so much shit and she's probably down, down the dumps, you know, feeling depressed, whatever it is, um, know that it just takes time and that it takes persistence and consistency and a recognition of, um, maybe some of the things that aren't good in your life, some of the things, some of the decisions that you're making that maybe are not beneficial to you and try to change those things because only you can change you, right? Um, and so if you're feeling depression or sadness or, or, um, you feel like panic disorder coming on, uh, or, or panic attack coming on, or you think you have panic disorder, um, seek help to get that taken care of and take steps in your own life to get that taken care of, because it's the only way you're going to fix it. Listening to this is you're going to feel better for a minute. Like, you know, going to take care of that stuff is like going to the gym where you get the benefit for the, for the long haul. Mm -hmm. Um, you can, you can, you can do a, the quick fix of, of getting a drink or whatever. Um, and it'll, it'll help for 15 minutes. It's a bandaid. Um, yeah. but if you want a permanent solution, do, do the simple things like getting well rested, getting good, like eating well, um, drinking lots of water, sleeping, uh, going to the gym, breathing. Um, they're all simple. Uh, but I like personally, the, that's what matters most. Um, so from Mark in chat for, for all of you that are, that can't read our chat, cause maybe you're listening to the podcast that, uh, is on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and Google play. Mark says one tool that I would like, uh, that I, one tool, like what you're saying, imagine you're at an intersection and when a thought or feeling comes to that intersection, watch it cross and leave the intersection. Continue to do that as the cars, thoughts and feelings, ow, come and go. 
Man, my, my quotation ended up <laughs> I just like smacked my hand on my table. I, like, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, so, Ben, do you have any kind of um, cohesion to provide for us? I mean, to kind of bring it back to uh, like the whole like mentality, you know, me- mental illness. Well, not really mental illness. I guess you could say mental illness, but like. Uh, the anxiety in esports right now with people like Romilia <clears throat> and uh, like Dom having panic attacks and things like that. Um, as bad as it sounds, like I, I follow Romilia on Twitter, and since she has stepped down from Renegades, like you can see the change and just like her tweeting, like the the connotation behind like her tweets and things like that. She seems much happier now that she's not in the public eye of you know like. 200,000 people watching her every Saturday and Sunday up on stage. And, I mean, like, she was very adamant to begin with about not wanting a camera on her on stage. I remember that was, like, a really big thing. Because if you um, got to watch the Challenger Series promotion, uh, they never showed her. Like, the only time they showed her was during the team celebration when they actually made it into the LCS. And I I think that's what they were wanting. And, uh, like, she's been very, very outspoken about how much Riot has helped her and, like, worked with her about this. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, it it sucks that it got to the point to where she needed to step away because the career longevity of a person playing professional game, like, a professional game – uh, is not long to begin with. And when you have it cut short by, you know, something in your head, like, that, it's it's sad. It's sad to see because, I mean, like, people were giving her shit because they were saying, oh, you know, Romilia's not, not good. She's not great. Uh, she's not LCS caliber. And, I mean, obviously she was LCS caliber. I mean, they made it into the LCS. They they went all the way through Challenger Series. I mean, that, that means you're LCS caliber. And, uh, I mean, like... I don't know. I mean, it just sucks to see, like, it, like we, we were talking about before the show, uh, you know, people, like, make snap judgments on people like Dom uh, when they see him on stage and stuff like that. And they're just like, oh, man, he's, you know, he's on drugs. He's, like, twitching and stuff like that. But you don't see what goes on behind the scenes. Like, all we see is what they show on the camera. And we, we don't see, like, him having these panic attacks and, like, him having to walk around the venue at, at LCS just to, like, get that under control. And, uh, it, I mean, it, it's it's sad to see that. And it, it sucks um, to, like, see people in, like, the public, you know, like the, the crowd, the little commentators and stuff like that on Reddit. Well, the, the peanut gallery, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, <laughs> you know, it, it's awful to see these people, like – just sitting there like bad talk, and I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's given that that's gonna happen to anybody in the public eye. I mean, it happens to other people in professional sports. I mean, you, you, your Lebrons, your Kobe's, um, I mean, anybody like that. So, but isn't yeah, there a bigger I mean, difference in that though? Like, well, I mean, yeah, like, all right, I mean, so they don't have to deal with that bullshit, and they yeah. actually have media that, and like journalists that, yeah. like, they have to answer to. Like, yeah. Cam Newton just got a bunch of shit because he didn't answer questions. Yeah. But then you have Marshawn Lynch also this lack of. Right, but you have yeah. this lack of information when it comes to, to esports mm-hmm. about the players, and the only thing that, that most of the community can do is come up with presumptions about these people. Yeah. So they, you know, instead of saying, well, Dominate 
looks a little sick and I'm concerned about him and I you know I hope he's okay. What they say they is he's a crackhead yeah. because he's grabbing his throat and his nose and I'm a fucking <laughs> ignorant 12-year-old that has no idea what I'm talking about. So I'm going to postulate that this guy's a crackhead. Yeah. It's like okay. Well, 99 out of 100 times that's wrong. Just like flat out wrong. Almost every every assumption made on Reddit if you're listening to this and you use Reddit and you write things on Reddit that are like, did you see Dom today at the LCS and how baggy his eyes were and he was grabbing his nose? Like, he's totally on drugs. It's like, please gain Cut some perspective. Cut that shit please, out. Please, please. Yeah. Stop like, I, I just, I, I, it makes me sad to, feels bad, man, to know that there are people in this world that, um, jump to such quick conclusions, but it's almost all of us. Like I'm saying, like I, I am a part of that and was a part of that and, and now look at that behavior and I'm like, you know what? Um, I think I've been doing the show long enough now. Like we did 40 episodes of last week in esports. This is our, what, fourth episode of the esports review. Yeah. This is 44 weeks now where we've seen this and I'm at the point now where it's like, all right, guys, um, there's a lot of problems. And yeah. there is the biggest problem is probably all the assumptions that everyone makes. Yeah. Like, Please let the real things come out and give everyone the benefit of the doubt. And if you don't know what that means, that means giving someone a chance before you think that they're guilty of the thing that you you know that they're guilty of. Like if you yeah. think Dom, Dom's a crackhead, like maybe you should look into that more or just shut the fuck up. Like I think that might even be a better decision. Is, I, I said the F word. I'm not supposed to do that. Um, let it blow. Please shut shut up about the, the the shenanigans. Like it just doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make anyone's life better. Um, so. I'm backing off. I'll get off the Reddit, the Reddit kid's face. Um, what we need, I believe, as an esports community, more people like Weldon Green helping. Um, his efforts are noted and appreciated by those of us that are just around the scene and seeing what's happening. I mean, just like A-plus props to you, my friend. Yep. Uh, I'd love to talk to you at some point. Um, depression in esports is a problem. Yeah. It can be solved. Um, not the same for everybody, but... Um, starting with a strong foundation of eating well, sleeping well, exercising, drinking water, having real human conversations and discussing your problems with people that, that you're close with, your teammates most specifically might make the most sense in an esports setting. Yeah. Um, if you're a solo pro like a Trump or something like that, please surround yourself with people that love you and care about you and want to see you succeed um, and talk to them about the problems that you're having. Um, there's not a single creative in this entire world that doesn't feel depression at one time or another, right? Like if you're making content on Twitch and you're streaming and you're a professional player or you're in the limelight in one way or another, um, it is fair to say that you have a very different life than most and you're in the public eye um, and you as a person deserve help. Um, yeah. So please go and seek that help. And everyone deserves help. But I, I mean, I think at, at the level that we're discussing it in this show related to esports, if you are in esports, just send an email to Weldon Green or some somebody in the space who who looks like a kind of a good, a good level-headed dude. Send an email to me. I'll do my best to help anybody I can. Send an email to Ben. Um, yeah. you know, avoid avoid the the shit slinging and shit talking, and try to find somebody that actually wants to help you. Don't don't continue to complain and let someone think that you're a crackhead. You know what I mean? Like Dominate can take action on his part, <clears throat> which he did, and he put this blog out that was wonderful and it explained his problem. Um, and I thought, you know, hearing about him walk around the Dignitas house or Curse house at like, for like four hours in the middle of the night, um, I can identify with that type of fear and that type of panic. Um, and to see that in the LCS, and this is the only example that's really being talked about at, like by the person, 
um, you know, like Vermilia hasn't put out an official statement, so there's no way for us to, to know what's happening other than with guessing. Same thing with Quas. There's a lot of secrecy around a lot of this. Um, so uh, just please, everyone, Reddit community, esports community, give your players the benefit of the doubt. The players are the content in esports, and they're the people that we, we need them. Um, like everything else is, is null and void without the player base. Uh, so like be, be, be well to them, be nice to them, um, and be nice to yourself. Go to the gym, get drink water, get sleep, get rest, get help Whatever. if you need uh, it. I mean, yeah. it, it's, you know, that, that's the biggest thing. Like awareness is huge. And then knowing that there is help out there because I mean, a lot of times people feel helpless and like that, that's the biggest thing. That, that's when it takes the turn for the absolute worst is when people think that they have no one out there that can help them. And, uh, I mean, just know that there is help out there. And you need to get that. I mean, at the very least, we're here. Like, I mean, yeah, I know we absolutely. suck. And, yeah. like, we're just two we're, dudes. But, we like, are not professionals. At the very least, we care. But we do deal with this in, in our own ways. And, I mean, hey, if you need somebody to talk to, I like to talk. I like to talk. I like to yep. listen. So, I mean, yeah. Shoot us an email. And we, I think we've, 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 we've shared the sentiment in the past where we want this show to be community-focused. We yeah. want, especially if you're listening to this point. I've said this once in the show already. But, hell, if you're listening to now – like you're a part of this community, you're uh, welcome to be a part of this discussion. We would love to have you, whether it's on the show or commenting in the comments in in chat, speaking with us. You know, we have a few friends that pop by uh, every week, and we're hoping to continue to grow the community so that we can help each other. Um, we want to be a community for everybody in esports, um, and I know that's that's way broad. Really, the idea is that we're generalists, right? We we um we've got a pretty good. Uh, horizontal understanding of of esports in the industry. We've been here for years and years and years and years collectively. It's like over twenty something. Yeah. Um, so like, good good resource. Maybe not the best. I'd say Weldon Green is maybe the best right now in esports that that you can go to. It seems like he's actually got a degree yeah. um, in these types of areas. In humans. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In humans. Uh, check out his AMA uh, and his website. Uh, it's called mind, mindgames.gg. Um, also, I'm a fucking jerk. Oh God, I said F again. Um, I'm a jerk. I'm sorry. I did not mention the song at the beginning of the episode. And it's important, I think, that we do that as well. I know this is kind of popping out of nowhere, but um, what was it? The, the Fat Rat, Ben? Was yeah, that it? The, the Fat, fat rat. rat? Yeah. Monody? What was the is song that how called? you pronounce it? Monody? Monody? M-O-N-O-D-Y. Yep. It's that good stuff. So check yeah. out that song. Uh, it's that new hotness. Or whatever, if you liked it. I, now you know. <laughs> that was probably... Uh, it, ain't, it ain't old and busted. I gotta, I gotta write that hotness. in the script. <clears throat> <laughs> so it's what well, we've got like maybe 15 20 minutes left um i want to go and kind of break down the different examples that we've got here in esports um starting with god like the examples from uh fion to um to quas uh well uh what is it i will dominate uh gosu i mean you know back back in the day there's been actual um really really dark times in in south korea when there was a lot of match fixing and scandals going on and manipulation of the players one of the players um actually tried to take his life so there's there's been a lot a number of examples of, of this in the esports space um moving forward if, if we're going to continue to be the esports industry and we're going to grow and in, in, help these players become kind of the next generation of of entertainment as, as it seems to be uh, kind of getting billed. Yeah. What, what is the public's responsibility? Like does, does the esports community and the public at large have a responsibility to these young people to help them? Is it, is it, 
mean, is it, it akin it would be to nice. like? It, it it really would be nice, but I mean that that's the problem, especially with with esports being so young and the crowd being so young. Uh, I mean, there, there's a kind of immaturity that that follows that, unfortunately. Uh, and I mean, it's something that we we've all we all know, we've all seen it. Uh, I mean, it, it's unfortunate, but that's the way the community is right now. Um, but I mean, you you just have to remember that there's a story behind the you know every one of these players like every single one of these people that get on stage every weekend uh that we you know either love to watch or hate to watch uh i mean they all have a story and you can't really judge them without knowing that story and uh i, I mean that's the problem with having a really young crowd uh within esports i think like you see it less with with games like uh like counter-strike and and things like that uh just because the game itself is really old I say really old, but you know, like early '90s. You know, it's got an older fan base. Yeah, it's got it's got an older fan base. So like, there's a little more maturity there. But when you you see games like League of Legends and, uh, you know, like these newer games that have just come out, like I'm hoping Overwatch isn't like that. But uh, especially with League of Legends, just because the crowd, like the players, the crowd, the viewership, everything is really young. Um, like you know late teens early 20s like that that's the demographic right and with that i mean people are still growing as humans and you know unfortunately sometimes people don't mature as fast as others and that shows within the community uh like all this like eu greater than na na greater than eu bullshit like you see that and i mean yeah friendly banter back and forth that's fine but when you attack someone on a personal level that's not okay that that's that's the way I feel about it. I, right. I mean, like it, it's, it's so. I mean, you can and you can attack them. Like that's the thing is, like yeah, these twelve year olds will. Yeah, that's I'm saying twelve year olds. Like I know that it's everybody. Yeah. I know that it's the assumption. Is, like mm-hmm. this is this is everybody in in the esports community will will uh, assail a person's character. Yeah. Um, and not really have any kind of repercussion mm-hmm. for it. So I mean, yeah. I, like <clears throat> where I stand on this is take away, um. Any any ability for these little kids to create potential facts. So like saying that dominate does crack or whatever, right? Like that's mm-hmm. we know that that sounds ridiculous, but like among popular opinion, that's what people like. There were people yeah. that were like, oh well, he's probably on Adderall a lot, or like you know, like there were more sensible adults that took that statement and and tried to adultify that statement, but it still was with the sent like still with the assumption that he was doing he some was, kind of yeah, drug or something, right? Like there was always that was yeah. always there. Yeah. No, and, and I mean, like, the issue only being, way, yeah, the only way no, to get issue, around issue, that is, on, like, issue being, <clears throat> moderation. If he, well, that, that, or, or put out real facts, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's up to Team Liquid and up to Dominate, not, not to say, like, I have panic disorder or anything like that, but just put the other shit to bed. Yeah. Like, say, like, no, I don't do that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, just being very clear and then saying something to the effect of, if only you knew what was going on behind the scenes. Like, if only you had any any clue what was actually going on. You don't. Um, and, and I think you see that a lot in, like, uh, you know, say, like, in a basketball presser or, like, football or whatever, where, like, a player will just answer and be like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, just give give a response that that suggests that, the question there's, that's being asked yeah. is just totally off base. Yeah, or, or there's something deeper within that that mm-hmm. isn't like as easy as it seems on the surface. But you know, on Reddit, it's it's as easy as writing a title. 
and a headline and getting upvoted 3,000 times by everybody else on the League of Legends subreddit and kind of, you know, having to to deal with <laughs> the repercussions of being called a drug addict um, yeah. when 3,000 people on a subreddit have decided that's what you are and you're not given any kind of benefit of the doubt um, at all, <laughs> at all ever. Um, and so, I mean, hey, that's like at least we have dominates blog now as an example for this whole kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and we know that there's a deeper point. And so if this is the example that you're given where in this one instance, a person was, was accused of doing drugs or whatever else it was by the community. And it turns out that there was something much deeper. And if anything, accusing him of doing those drugs made the problem worse. Um, let's just be honest and be like, well, in this situation, the Reddit community was wrong and all the assumptions they made were wrong. So that's a fact. Um, and across the board, when these other things happen, when these other statements are made, just take it with a grain of salt. Like if, if you are smart enough as a person, like the person who's listening to this to go, hmm, Reddit was wrong about that one. What else are they wrong about? Maybe they're just wrong about everything. Maybe I'll just give the players the benefit of the doubt because without the players, we wouldn't have any of this discussion anyway. Absolutely. Preach. Now I'm done ranting. Preach. <laughs> Truth. So we've got some good people in chat. We've got Mark. We've got Mark. We've got, uh, well, Mark Bieber and Register. That's what I said. Mark Twight. We've got yeah. Zunit. Um, you know, if anybody else is there to chat, tell us what so, you so, think so you about um, any of this stuff. If you have any other tips, tricks, thoughts, um, insights, you know, we want to we want to read your comments on air and get them on the podcast so that you can kind of contribute to this discussion. Um, if you have nothing to say, then we'll sit here and quiet for 15 minutes and punish all of you with and, silence. And, and then I'll edit it out afterwards. <laughs> and no one will hear it and no one, no one will even hear know it. it happened just like that song in the beginning that we don't know if it's copyrighted or not yeah oh wait now it's in this uh -oh. that's in the podcast. I, i'll I no you know what all right so dyrus dyrus uses the song and i've heard it on his channel and if and figured if big daddy if he can use it we can, can do it absolutely we can use it it's it's just like your parents saying that you can do anything that you put your mind to yeah just remember that Bless, bless my mom's heart. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry, Zunit. That's right. It, I'm taking advantage of his uh, his friendliness. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, or I guess we want you to kind of talk about depression in esports, uh, onstage anxiety, performance anxiety related to Romelia or Gosu or um, Quas, Dominate, any of the people that have kind of popped up recently and discussed their mental issues or challenges that they go through in esports. Um, we've got Luke here. Who's, who's given us a question. Does the public denial actually sway the opinions of an ill-informed group? Also, think he does drugs by his personality traits. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, I would think that a public denial would, would at least put out some kind of official formalized statement for those of us that do want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, if there's nothing else to grasp to or nothing else to look to, then the side that is saying, no, I don't believe this, doesn't have anything to cling to. It doesn't have any, any examples to point to of saying that this is not true, other than by just saying, no, uh and like crossing their arms. Yeah. Let's see. Mark says, the, uh, uh, my favorite. Oh, no, uh, go ahead, well, I was going to say, I, I mean, as for like, you know, public denial actually swaying the opinion of an ill-informed group, uh, I believe it was George Washington that once said, haters are going to hate. So, uh, like, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, pe people are. I keep seeing, is that is that actually him? <laughs> <laughs> it's this thing I'm doing. If if if, if you follow if you follow me on Twitter, I'll, I like to uh, misattribute quotes to to famous people. 
But um, yeah, it's. Uh, Did Taylor Swift make that up? Is that real? Who? What? Taylor's gonna hate. I don't know. Did Taylor Swift make that Ta- up? Taylor actually, Swift though? dated, dated her John Mayer. She probably stole it. But um, <clears throat> no, I mean <laughs> it, it. It doesn't matter. Like in the grand scheme of things, like you said, when when people want to give the benefit of the doubt, like us, uh, you know, we want to hear like from an official source of what is actually happening. Uh, and then we kind of take the word for it, I guess, depending on, you know, how that source is presented. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it can sway a perception, but, I mean, th- you're always going to have those people that are like, no, no, especially on Reddit, just because it's Reddit. Uh, and, unfortunately, that's where, like, the biggest chunk of the community is, just because, the, especially within League of Legends, the League of Legends subreddit is huge. And, like, I mean, it, it's one of the biggest subreddits on Reddit, so... <clears throat> Uh, I mean, you're, you're always going to have those people in the ill-informed group, uh, as you put it. That are, I mean, they're not going to take no for an answer, I guess, and they're not going to take, like, a credible source as uh, disproving something that they're, like, be- like vehemently saying is, uh, you know, happening. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I think that I mean, it's at the very least they put out an official sway. statement. Yeah. And it gets upvoted in that <laughs> subreddit, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like... Right, doing nothing to me seems as if it's a huge mistake. But that's again, I don't know everything, and so I'm giving a fucking prescription. God, I keep saying, I'm giving prescriptions for uh, you know solutions without knowing all the answers anyway. Right? There's probably a reason that Liquid doesn't come out and say these things, um, or whoever else it is. So, Mark, this, yeah, over the F words. Wait. I don't know, just like kind of cut it out a little bit and make me go like or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Is that a thing actually, you can do? I'm gonna voice Probably over. I'm it. gonna voice over each one and just be like beep. <clears throat> or like, you'll, you'll, you'll hear my you'll hear my voice in the background and be like Tyler used <laughs> or Tyler or, or Pat, Patrick used a uh, uh, an expletive. <clears throat> Patrick used an expletive. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Beebs has another contribution. My favorite anti-anxiety uh, method is having a Dixie cup full of beans and transferring those beans to an empty cup back and forth. Um, so this is actually something that I've uh, tr- Mark has discussed this with me in the past and it's worked um, really well. Just even with like a coffee cup, whatever it is, you know, it doesn't have to be a Dixie cup necessarily, but um, just like the process of moving something from one place to the other and feeling a sense of progression and just like having like a baseline to operate from. So it's again, like just discussing that foundation and how strong getting sleep is or um, how important it is to drink water or exercise or, or um, you know, maintain yourself in these very simple ways, like eat good food. Um, this, this is actually a super, super baseline where if you're feeling totally out of whack um, kind of like Dominate describes in, in his in his video um, where like if you're on a plane and like your way of releasing stress is walking but you can't do that because you're on a plane or you're limited in some way this is a this is like actually a really great way um, as long as I guess you can get the beans through security uh, to, to kind of calm yourself down yeah. um, in situations where you're a little bit more limited um, also, I, I do I do this actually soothing. like just mm. this, that that sound I guess I don't know like it, it's kind of like the the rain sound I guess and mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I'm always super soothed by rain. Like I love, I love it when it rains. Always, always have just the sound of rain on a rooftop. And uh, I don't know that it kind of like mimics that sound, and that that's really good. I, I'm I'm down with that too. Um, Zunit has uh, I think that's how I say his name. Zunit. Zunit. Z Unit. Um, he he he, met, he he mentions drinking for anxiety, which we did talk about in, in the beginning of this. If you if you're under the age um, of, of legal legal drinking age, um, then we wouldn't necessarily suggest it. You know, maybe 
have a soda or something. <laughs> caffeine? caffeine? That's, so, that's, so, that's so insulting. Um, no, I, I mean, I, th- I think, candidly, I mean, for me, drinking does help um, as long as I'm not getting drunk. I think having a drink or two is, can be helpful as long as it's not used in the, the wrong way. Um, and typically, in my mind, the wrong way is drinking if you are depressed. Um, but if you're just feeling the shakes and you've got a little bit of anxiety and you're trying to say call of duty, you know, taking a shot goes a long way towards going to calm on those nerves a little bit. But I'm not going to condone it. I'm only going to say, please be over the age of 21 if you're going to do that. And, you know, if it works and, for you, it works for you. But be careful. <clears throat> yep. Drink, drinking. Don't drink and drive, please. Yeah, please don't drink and drive. Um, but heck, um, this this I, I'm excited to see kind of where this show goes moving forward. Those of you that are here, please come back next week at the same time, same place, same people. Um, we're probably going to have a, a guest on talking about um, getting ranked in League of Legends and and ranked play. Um, he's going to discuss some of the the finer finer points of of I don't know how your brain works and and the perspectives that he um, kind of takes to play uh, ranked League of Legends. Uh, we've got uh, Luke. Who who is uh, at God? He's a grad student for psychiatry. He is ranked uh, diamond in League of Legends. Um, he's he's overall kind of one of the the more level-headed people I've met in my life. Um, Mark just said he's so proud that I said heck. I'm yeah, I'm transitioning <laughs> into adult world. Uh, <laughs> Perfect little angel. I said it like Andy Griffith Griffin or Griffith whatever his name is. Oh heck. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I'm excited for our episode next week because we're going to kind of take what we've learned here. We're going to discuss solo queue anxiety. We're going to we're going to kind of break down um, the fears that that both Ben and I have about playing ranked and why we're such pussies, or me specifically, why I'm such a puss. No, I'm right Man, there I with keep you. on. What what what, can, what word can I use instead of puss? Wuss. Like with a W. Wuss. Wussy. <laughs> well, I'm such a wuss. Circuit when you said it, I was like. Oh God! I could just say that. All right, yeah. good. So I'm trying. We're doing it. We're making progress. <laughs> Dude, we're so close. You could just take we're that clip so of me close. saying "wuss" and like put it over "puss" and just yeah. like. <laughs> Dude, I got this. <laughs> no, Keeping we can't. Cool. We can't say that. We can't say that, Luke. <laughs> you make me vomit. Oh Chad. God. Say blue waffle and you're done. No. Um, so. All right. Watch the videos on our website. Go to esportsmaybe.com. Uh, go to our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash esportsmaybevids. Follow us on Twitter at esportsmaybe. Um, follow Ben. He's Is it JSFA underscore Manimal, right? Is, is that right? Is, or just, yep. uh, is there an underscore? Yep. Is that there? You nailed it. Yeah, that is. Okay. I'm Patch Ryan, P-A-T-C-H-R-Y-A-N. Um, follow Mark. He's in chat and makes all makes all the esports nutshell news and highlights videos that you see on our channel there. He's Mark at underscore, at Mark underscore register. I put the at in the middle for some reason. That's weird. Um, but yeah, so we are esports. Maybe come back next week for episode five, where we're going to talk about solo queue anxiety and ranked anxieties and how to get ranked in, in different games. Um, and, and the mental perspective that you kind of need to take, we're going to bring up the, the champion's mindset a bit more. Um, and we'll have plenty more videos and resources available on our website, sportsmaybe.com to kind of, I don't know, get a feel before the show, after the show. If you want to put, you know, your thoughts and comments, things that maybe you forgot to say in chat or, um, you know, you're listening to the podcast and you're like, I can contribute to this. Like go on our website and put a comment there. We'll, we'll talk to you. Um, we want this to be a community show. Please, please, please. We want this to be about everybody getting together and talking about these topics, um, and taking this nice deep dive with us versus both Ben and I doing all this research and having nobody to share it with. It can be hard. Cause that's know? lonely. <laughs> <laughs>
challenging. It's very lonely. Yeah, it's, uh, I need to talk about my feelings. You know? yeah. I need to get them out there. Um, so, wow, thank you so much, everybody, for watching, listening, uh, and being a part of the chat. Uh, everybody that was here, uh, Mark and Mark and Luke and what is it? What's his name? Z, Z unit. Z unit. Z unit. Z unit. Like G unit, but with a Z. It should have like. Anyway, I'm critiquing his name on Twitch. That's not fair for him. Um, thank you, everybody, so much. I hope you have a great week. This has been episode four of the Esports Review brain games i'm patrick and that's ben see you next week